Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, <laughs> Stephen Nussbaum, and my good friend, South Stand Chum, bearded legend, Mr. Paul Levy. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much as I sit there watching you do the actions to the birdie song. Welcome, everybody, to um, episode number 58 of the Orient Outlook podcast. Wow. Yeah, I think it's fair to say what a week it's been. There's so much to go through again this week, uh, just when you think you can sit back and take a bit of a breather. Never a dull moment down at the Orient, so without further ado, we'll crack on um, with this week's show. Uh, thanks for everybody who's given us reviews for episode number 57. Obviously, with so many, we can't actually sit here and, and read them all out. I think that'd be boring for everyone listening, yeah. but a selection of uh, some that did come in at Valencia underscore Orient said that was such a great episode brilliant summing up from Dulcet Dave thanks once again for the time and trouble you both go to yep at Venomous 1983 said so a top podcast boys saying pretty much what I myself was thinking at Janine Adelman said thanks for the pod good to hear the calls seems most fans appear to be on the same or similar page yeah at Salmon Connery 1 said excellent phone in uh, pod this week lads at TCW0102, seriously, Pod57 was a good piece of work. Hashtag just like a proper radio programme. So thank you to everybody who got in touch. And sorry that we don't, yeah. we can't sit here and read them all out. Absolutely. So before we start with the week that was, we had a few messages from the Supporters Club that we're going to read out. So um, there's a beer festival taking place on Friday the 12th of February. Doors open at 5pm and it's free entry. The owls featured are from the Signature Brewery in Leighton, as well as the usual lagers and spirits um, that will be available. So get yourself down there Friday 12th of February. Should be a crash night and loads of beer. Yep, and the Saturday before that, the 6th of February, coaches to Portsmouth will be leaving from outside the Supporters Club at 10.30am. The fare is £22 for adults, 19 for concessions, and there's a £3 surcharge to non-members. And I actually looked at train prices earlier on today, uh, and they were about £45 return. So 22 quid. that's half the amount. It's actually really good value. Yeah, bargain on, on Tuesday yeah. the 1st of March. Um, our furthest away trip in Carlisle so coaches leave outside the supporters club at 10.30am for a 7.45 kick off the fair £33 adults £30 concessions and again a £3 surcharge to non-members so if you're around on that day that's going to be a, an awesome game an yeah. awesome journey so bookings can be made in the supporters club at home games or if you can't get to the ground uh, for, for the nearest home game you can call the travel line on 07722 135 970. Wicked. Yeah. So episode 57 went out on Monday night, and since then, that feels like an eternity. Doesn't it? It, um, it really so does, doesn't it? Absolutely. Like so much has gone on in that in this week. So much has gone on, so much has changed. So moving on to the week that was. So yes. Tuesday, the 19th of January, a very experienced and strong Orient Reserve side, including Dunn, Shaw, Baldry, Moore, and Super Kevin Lisby, lose 1 0 to South End. And trialist Antonio Germain also plays up front. Yeah. And then uh, some managerial rumours were doing the rounds on Tuesday. Kevin Nolan and uh, a guy who doesn't sound like a real guy is Franco Columba. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like a detective? Cool name though. Yeah, very, very cool, cool name. name. And in Wednesday the 20th of January was the start of two mental days and a mental day for you on Outlook podcast. So yeah. it was all quiet in the morning and in, in the afternoon, a mad few hours began. So in early afternoon, uh, as exclusively revealed by us on social media, defensive midfielder Nigel Atangana joins for an undisclosed fee from Portsmouth on an 18-month deal and will wear the number 15 shirt. So 
As soon as we signed him, I got a message from my old work colleague, Steve West, um, about Nigel Atangana, who said, you have signed another ex-Hawk in Nigel, top bloke and a useful midfielder. Our gaffer Lee Bradbury, quote, found him on the internet, unquote, uh, and offered him a contract after a short trial. Not sure if that is true, but he had a great season with us before Pompey signed him. So thanks for your message, Steve. And also we got a, a tweet from at Andy underscore PO16, who said, I've watched Nigel a few times down here. He's strong. He gets up and down the pitch and loves a tackle. He's a bruiser, though, rather than a creator. Um, and in my opinion, someone that we've missed massively. The rumour is that we have paid... Um, well, it's, it's not so much a rumour. It's more that what we've been told told yep. um, is that we paid about £10,000 for Nigel and um, also about 30000 for Armin Nandwile. So... Yep. Um, Obviously, we wouldn't be putting that sort of information out if the person that was telling us wasn't, um, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, yeah. clued up about all of this sort of stuff. But it does beg the question. I'm not saying if that's right, but with that sort of information, why are we paying fees for players that are out of favour, nearly perhaps out of contract, and and just not in and around the first team? It just really doesn't make sense. And that's possibly, you know, the new director of football's lack of, you possibly. know, perhaps now on doing that. But I think that's a bit poor. So your thoughts on the new signings in as a whole, Atangana? Atangana, very very pleased that we've got a defensive midfielder. Um, We've desperately missed someone since Romain Vincenot yeah, left us, Absolutely, uh, in my opinion. Um, his interview on Orient player, uh, he said when he first moved to England, he lived with his cousin in Leighton and supported the club. Brilliant. I couldn't agree with you more. Like we've said it week after week on this podcast, you know, out of pain and Pritchard and more, there's n- none of those guys who've been playing can really get hold of the ball and really stop the opponent's attacks and protect that defence. And that seems exactly what Nigel Antangana has been brought in to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Payne and James aren't that sort of player, so... It's good that we've got someone that's not, you know, can stick a tackle and stick a boot in. Yeah, absolutely. And on Armand? Uh, All right, he scored two goals against us, but that's not very difficult to do when we were as we were. Yeah, yeah, uh, jury's out for me. I'd like to reserve judgment on him. He's a big lad. He's possibly, you know, another option to Ollie Palmer for, you know, to play up front with Jay Simpson. I guess, you know, he'll have my full support and see how see how he goes. Really, I say, what to spend thirty grand on him? You know, I expect him to be first team up there with Simpson. I would back imagine, bench. yeah, I'd agree with that. That would be my, uh, be my thoughts on that. And then, at the end of the day, about 10pm, uh, rumours start that Kevin Nolan is on the verge of becoming our player manager. So our very good source, at around 10 past 10, uh, confirms to us that Nolan will be manager with 75% chance that Wally Downs will be his assistant manager. I don't know much about Wally Downs, but everyone seems to be on board with that and quite excited by Wally Downs I know he's part of the Wimbledon crazy gang but I don't know much about him as a coach sort of thing he's supposed to be a very very good defensive coach and um, was at West Ham obviously we've known him which is how he knows, he knows him, him which gives yeah. the story some credibility and I guess we'll see if he comes in I guess we'll see Yeah. so two tweets that we got um, that evening when we kind of shook Twitter up at Dunmark said whatever happens Nolan must be given time at least 18 months the merry-go-round must stop absolutely and dear Stu said whoever it is going forward let's support not hate let's turn our toxic stadium into a fortress and for me I picked those two out because I think that really really sums up where we need to be as supporters yeah, yeah it was getting been a real circus recently so yeah absolutely and on Thursday 21st of January we wished Ollie Palmer a happy 24th birthday and then at 10.30am it's official. You heard it here first. Kevin Nolan signs as player manager on a two and a half year deal. 
and will wear the number 44 shirt. Yes. Amazing. Because his favourite number is four. And oh, that, is that why? That, didn't yeah. know, yeah. And that number is already being Same used, yet. so he went with two fours. I didn't know that. Yep. So he's full of amazing facts. There you go. He said it in his interview on oh, okay. Uh, yeah, with, oh, Col- with Colin Mumford. Yeah, he said that the four was already already taken. I can't remember who's got the four. Who's got the four? Uh, Essam. Connor Essam, yeah. Okay. So uh, the club statement reads, um, and we're not going to read the whole thing, but yep. just an excerpt from it. Kevin brings with him invaluable exp- expertise and know-how with 17 years' experience in high-level football. number of strong candidates were interviewed by the chairman, but Kevin's hunger, desire and passion to succeed at Leighton Orient, coupled with his experience, were key in the decision process, and the club believe they have the man to take Leighton Orient forward and improve the club's position. I'd love to know who else was interviewed, just I out would. of curiosity. Yeah, and if we do find we'll out, never we find that you know, information. But I can't. Out. I can't. It'd just be interesting, you know. I guess when Henry got the job, it was it was highly kind of uh, known that Darren Ferguson was interviewed for the job when Henry got it. Yes. And wanted far too much money he uh, did. per week. Which is an interesting one. There was one other as well. Um, so, Paul, your views on Mr. Nolan? Yeah, very well. I'm positive, obviously, after yesterday's yep. result, but initially, I'm at the time uh, unsure. Yep. To be honest with you, it's either a maverick signing or a very expensive mistake because he's yep. obviously not going to be cheap. Um, either way, he's got my full support. And you know, looking at it on paper, Nolan, McEnough, Simpson, and Chisak are championship level players minimum. Well, not minimum, but as a as a yeah, yeah. you know, as a decent, play there. decent attainment there. Uh, to me, that's unbelievable. Um, as as a Leighton Orient fan, and all my mates at work who are chat, uh, Premier League supporters yeah. are like Kevin Nolan, like Rob from who lives in America's heard about it. He texts me like, "You got Kevin Nolan?" Like, oh what, really? What on earth is going on with that? So you know, it's it's put us, it's projected us into you know the mainstream again yeah. and it's you know if anything positive that comes from it is good by me yeah a lot of positive press obviously Newcastle United were tweeting about the yeah, move well, yeah. Bolton did as well yeah Bolton so he's very highly thought West Ham did yeah. yeah so for me a good appointment I think although it is a risk but I think we had a tweet and I don't know if it's in the plan or if it's not later someone said why keep going for the same old managers who have been on the managerial roundabout time and time again um Matt Lockwood said that. Was it Matt Lockwood? I think in um, we interviewed him. Last but yeah, it's good to see we've given someone a chance who's never had a job before, and obviously he's eager. So for me, it's a great advantage. He knows the players, but from a player perspective, so for me, I feel like it gives him a really good um, advantage over someone who wasn't at the club before. And it's interesting because he would know who the troublemakers are and the ones who were stabbing Hennen in the back. Potentially, if someone had a bad word to say about the club, yeah, and would have been saying it within a confine walls with his teammates you know, no one will be aware of that so for me as a player you'd think he'd probably be one of the best midfielders well the best midfielder in League 2 probably arguably in his position yeah. arguably <clears throat> should have good contacts in the game so obviously he's got contacts at West Ham at Bolton um, Newcastle. at Newcastle Liverpool possibly Liverpool Through possibly and, and you know you've got people like Joe Barton <laughs> saying he'll be a good manager you know if Barton will be on a, available on a free transfer next year so it's possibilities you know, Joe Barton, he's taking or leaving, you know, in terms of his personality, but as a footballer, he's decent. if we were to get him next season, you know, in League One. O'Brien's been rumoured, he's his old teammate at West Ham, you know, so, some very good contacts there, so it's going to be a very exciting um, couple of days, I think, before the transfer deadline window, because I think there might be a few more ups and downs to come. Andy Carroll on loan, returning to fitness. <laughs> Andy Carroll on loan, yeah. As he returns to fitness, match, match fitness, send him out on loan to us. Do you know to, what? Uh, I like Andy Carroll, but... Nah, 
that. But we'll see. Made a glass, that lad. Made a glass. Be very, very interesting to see what happens in the next couple of days. And there'll be people who, young players who want to play for Nolan. Correct. You know, who've grown up watching Nolan make his box-to-box runs. It's it's a very interesting time. It'll be very interesting to see who comes in. One slightly negative aspect of this is it does look a bit dodgy. It looks a bit dodgy because he trained with us from yeah, September yeah, to December, which is the bad yeah. time that we went through because August was great and then September to December was a bit yeah. crap. He then walks away from us because we can't agree a contract with him. Well, and our understanding is it's because his agreement was going to be on the basis that we reached the third round of the FA Cup, which we, we fell short. Well, that was the rumour. Well, it was that the money from the third round against Chelsea would right. finance his move. His move but we, still, yeah. we still offered him... A deal, didn't money. we? And he neglected it. He rejected he it. He rejected it. But but what those circumstances Absolutely. were, we don't know. Yeah. However, he walks away. He goes silent. He's off the radar. Kevin's not with us anymore. And he doesn't sign for another club when he probably could have done. He could have done it any time yeah. while he was trading yeah. with us as well. He said, he's even said it. He's had offers. And then all of a sudden, two weeks into January, two and a half weeks into January, it's kind of like Kevin Nolan's like the book is favourite, like one to ten. He's job, gone from yeah. 33s to 1 to 10, like literally in an instant before you could like say your name. And now all of a sudden he's in place and Hendon's gone. I mean, it looks... So you Don't think... get me wrong, I'm not casting any aspersions on anyone. I'm just saying it looks... So you think that he might have had a heads up maybe that Possibly. Hendon might have been going and just thought, I'm going to kind of not sign for anyone and see this out and see where this goes because... Maybe someone sounded his agent out and said, would, would Kevin be interested in, in a player manager role if... If we yeah. get rid of Ian, if, if the results don't improve, yeah. the results didn't improve, that conversation stood and therefore, not suggesting any impropriety anywhere, I'm just saying. It very, just very. Potentially looks a bit dodgy. Very good point, Mr. Levy. So, loads of tweets coming in again. We can only read the selection because otherwise we'd be here till like midnight. So, at O's Fan Basing said, we, I'll support him, of course. You know, you can imagine Hendon saying, you want a contract? No, thanks. Why? You got anything else planned? No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. At Paul Staines 86, I think it's a poor decision to bring in Nolan. As a player, yes. Manager, no. We need someone with a proven record, not anybody. Yeah, at Morgan underscore Con 97. So thank you, Morgan, for your call last week. Sweetie Lassen said, excited to see him as a player. Let's see how he gets on as a manager. At Spenno011, great appointment, I'm buzzing. Plus, Downs has the managerial experience where Nolan is the leader and experience on the pitch. Yeah, at Buchan JP, uh, makes a very good point actually. He said, odd that signings made before the manager was appointed. Did Nolan know slash pick them? If so, how long ago was he approached? Seems underhand. Yeah, which goes on to the point I was saying before. Apparently, uh, Nandwale and Atangana were on the H- famous Hendon, Hendon list. Yeah, They were two of the players on the famous Hendon yeah, list. Yeah, I, so. I could take that. I mean, Hendon watches the events get ripped up by Armand Nandwale. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. And, yeah. you know, if Hendon hadn't been looking at defensive midfielder, then you'd really question even more what so he was I doing. Yeah. <laughs> so I can believe that they were both on Hendon's list. Yeah, at Supertech3226, sincerely hope he succeeds. But I have little faith that he will, sadly. And uh, that's a new tweet. Haven't heard from Supertech before that I can recall. So thanks for yeah. getting in touch. At the Leachy said, think this deal was being discussed for a while. Does Nolan not taking up any office to play? Player manager, question mark. Rarity role. Yeah, it is. It's not seen it's not uh, much, these, much these days. But no. it, you know, back in the day, it was a common, common position. Yep, can't remember whether it was Paul or Steve, but one of you said Nolan would sign months back, and that's from Sam Harborn 1, and that was you. That was me, but and I said no, never. 
it was me, but I never in my wildest dreams thought he'd be his player manager. Yeah. Um, but I did say it, you know, you did I always him. thought he might come, so we'll see. So also, um, straight after in the afternoon, for a bit of fun, on our Twitter account, we asked you to tell us how you feel about Kevin Nolan's appointment in just five words. So thank you for your responses. Those are some absolutely genius ones, so we'll go for a few. At Ollie underscore Sonnenfield said, cautiously optimistic, but slightly worried. At Paul Gregory, let's hope it works out. At James Jam McMahon said, I feel like chicken tonight. We should have played the chicken tonight, son, as the intro. <laughs> that would have been that good, been actually. Good, yeah. um, why always G, E, risk when stability is needed. Yeah, at Robert Lot 14 says, a terrific appointment with the right assistant. At Daniela, uh, Daniela Graham said, could be great or disaster. And at Marquios1106, agrees with Robert Locke, says, excited but needs a strong assistant. At E4 Wizzo, needs to sort out the defence. At LOFC underscore KG said, says who says FB is not committed that's a great point that's a very Nolan good point. cannot be coming cheaply it's no. got to be on and a... we've paid out money for yes. transfers yeah. probably on reasonably good money absolutely so may- maybe after all of this with the budget that he had in place he's just gone look that's obviously not working Kevin said he needs this we're going to push on yeah. yeah absolutely um, at Morris KitKat one things can only get better question yeah. mark at Leighton Orrery uh, says Simpson transfer money to fund that made me laugh i.e. his money's coming out of the Simpson what we get for Simpson yeah we'll see you later. yeah uh, Andy Patterson 65 less experienced than last manager yeah good point at L Hangles says good player wrong appointment though at Gavin B1001 he will win us promotion very at, optimistic there yeah at Nickelmighty79 says hopeful optimistic experience lack of at Stephen Orient risky brave exciting good luck yeah at Cyril Hangles says sceptical but he needs backing. At LOFC1978, massive, 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 massive risk. Yeah, at Leighton Stone, says giving young British managers a chance. Yeah. Good at point, good P- point. Yeah, at Pint of Wallop, Simpson, Mackinoff, Nolan. Enough said. I like that. Yeah, I that's like cool. That. At Pandemonium1881, says, mind your backside, Kev. Ouch. Yes. I like that. <laughs> Cheers, Matt. <laughs> I don't think Bichetti would be kicking <laughs> Nolan at the backside. At Emo Havering, another stab in the dark. Yeah, at Dulcet Dave, so thanks for your tweet, Dave. Awesome to speak to you last week. Says, bold, ambitious appointment. Deserves support. At Angel, uh, Angie. Angie Loves Shippos. Is that right? Give the lad a chance? Yeah, I mean, Angie Loves that Hippos, right. I think. Um, I beg your pardon. Angie Loves Hippos. Sorry, Angie. At Simon08 Edwards said, keep players on side. Job done. At Theo underscore James. Here we go again. Come on, you O's. And Paddock Inspector says, a significant change of direction. Oh. Ben underscore Hyams underscore need to talk about Kevin. Genius. Like that. Genius. Really, really like that. But So you can see there, there's a lot of people out there that are not happy, optimistic, and very happy. So it's the three stages of, you know, negative, mildly, and very positive. A lot it's, of it's interesting. Ex- a lot of excitement. A lot of people saying bold, brave. Yeah, massive risk, absolutely. but not necessarily a negative that there's a massive risk. So really cool. Well, we also, you know, this time last year we sat down, you know, when we would win, whoever win, win, before Livrani came in, you know, we were being linked with some new managers in terms of Hasselbank. Well, he was sat in the Who stand. Who was sat in the stand, you know. We saw him. We saw him. And Nobody like, no. wanted Hasselbank at the time. A very negative response when he was spotted, you know, no experience, you know. Look what a year, he did for Burton. A year later, we're sitting there going, oh, you know, maybe if we had Hasselbank. So, you know, you've got to give it to Bichette. It's a bold appointment and something that's definitely excited the fans. And you can see that from the reactions that we've had. 
So really exciting time to be an Orient fan. Are we going to expect another lap of honour from him if we beat Newport County on... I think you might see that before the game against on Newport yeah. County, actually. It wouldn't surprise me at yeah. all. So also a very busy day um, starts. So. Yeah, absolutely. Cole Kikawa extends his loan from QPR until the 1st of March. So that's that's good. Very pleased about that. Yeah. He's, he's shown good promise. Absolutely. The under-18s beat Stevenage 4-0. Goals from Sam Dolby. Gets a double. Rian McLean and Josh Karoma. I mean, the well youth is still smashing it. So well done, boys. Yeah, and well done, Andy Edwards. Be interesting to see if Andy Edwards makes a step up. If there's, you know, another managerial position going. There's Nolan says after the uh, game yesterday that we'll come on to in a bit. Possibly. Or he might be just, you know, left to work on, yeah. on what he's doing there. Uh, Alan Dunn and Joby McEnough did the community work for the Orient Trust as they make an appearance at Norlington School. Can't really underestimate how important Howard and Neil's work in the Trust and getting out to the schools, yeah. getting the players out. You see the pictures that the Trust post up and, and what how the kids are so engaged with them. You know, they're the next fans. So, you know, absolutely brilliant. Hope, hope, Great work, guys. Thanks for, for everything you do. And it's end a really positive day. Yeah. The pictures from the club physio. Paul McCallum running again. So brilliant to see him on the treadmill. On, yeah, he's only running on a machine, but great to see him running. So, Paul, get your fitness up, mate. Get that leg stronger. Can't wait to see you back. Big, big miss this season, mate. Can't wait. 100%. And also, that gives something for Cox to aspire to as well, to look forward to, because that'll be, he's a few weeks ahead of Dean. So, that's, that's something for Dean to, to keep positive and inspired by. Absolutely. And if we do end up getting in the playoffs, I'm not saying that we will by any means, but if we do, then at that point you get McCallum back and then it's not unconsiderable that Dean Cox would be back at some point in, in terms of the playoffs. Possibly. But, uh, you never know we're just let's being, not push it it's just an uber positive feeling in this house this evening yeah absolutely Friday the 22nd of January uh, Kevin Nolan has his first press conference as Leighton Orient manager and confirms that long serving coach Kevin Nugent has decided yeah. to leave the club and apparently uh, we were told that Kevin actually decided that on Monday after Ian got, got sacked yep. so your views on that uh, disappointed he's stuck with us through the rough times of last season and obviously it's a shame he's not going to be um, part of an exciting new chapter in our history. Yeah. You know, it's been in nine years. That's not an insignificant amount of time. And he's seen obviously a lot of managers come, come and go. go. He's had a go himself. Um, obviously, that didn't quite go as he probably wanted it to. Yeah. Um, but it's a shame. Yeah, it's a real shame. You know, it's a big loss. You know, he's definitely a personality, great character, um, and someone who's got Orange's best interests at heart. It's going to you know yeah. be sad for me. It feels like the end of the Slade era. Like that was like the final kind of face for me of the Slade era yeah like in terms of the, on, on the managing coaching staff and, yeah you know it's sad but you know we sent out a tweet and had a massive response so a few a few of the ones that really touched us uh, at Ian Manny Renee and John said he should write a book about the last 18 months he'd earn a mint best yeah. of luck Nuge he would he absolutely would Bill Fleet Heat said I'm not surprised I'm disappointed though fantastic law servant to the O's yeah at Steve James 41 said loads of respect for Nuge Orient for life thanks for sticking with us through our ups and downs at uh, Colin Herman said that's a real shame I'm a big fan of Nuge and he's not been treated well given he is such a long servant of the club yeah at Gary Talbot 7 said all the best Nuge in the future Great bloke in every way. Steve Edwards, 43, said, was a great asset of the club on and off for over 30 years. I hope Nolan, no experience in brackets, yep. knows what he's doing. Yeah, the authentic Gaz said, this is very sad news. The O's were built on the back of people like Nuge. Good luck to him in the future. Cardiff bound? Possibly. Possibly. He's you got know. a lot of connections. Could he go to Luton with uh, Kevin Dearden? 
Yeah, um, I mean, John Steele's not there anymore. They've got a new guy in, in there, but Dearden's still there. I'll tell you what, fair play to him. Wherever he wants to go, mate, he's done nine years at Orient. If he does want another job in football, I don't think any Orient fan could begrudge him one. So. 100% not. But, so, you know, I thought he would have gone last season. Yeah. So the fact that he hasn't, you know, it's, it's, it's very different. At Garden Courtman said, there are only so many backroom upheavals one person can take. He did well to survive as long as he did and he'll be missed. Yep. Yeah, so from us all at the Orient yeah. Outlook Podcast, mate, Good best luck. of luck, Kevin Nugent. And, no, maybe we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, maybe. So, um, around half past six, uh, Friday evening, the club finally announces that Armand Nandwale has joined the club. So, he posted it on his social media. He did. The day before? Tuesday. Was it? No, it wasn't as early as that, was it? No, Wednesday, sorry. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday. Um, and then the club finally got around to it. I appreciate sure it's been very busy for Colin. So, welcome to the club, officially, <laughs> Armand Nandwale. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Colin... He's obviously wanted to do these things. It's obviously been held out by the club, so you can't. I don't know. It's one of those things, isn't it? Yeah. So, Saturday, twenty third of January, which was yesterday, Wickham away. So Wickham was six at the time. So a big, big, tough challenge for Nolan's first game. So his first lineup uh, consisted of Chizak in goal. No surprise there. <coughs> Shaw, Essen, Borgic, Hesse at the back. McEnough, Payne, Atangana, and Gerardo in midfield, and Simpson and Palmer up front. And the bench uh, was Granger. Turgot, Pritchard, Kashkit, Kikawa, Nandalay, and making his first appearance on the subs bench, Mr. Nolan at number 44. So he made four changes. So he brought Baudry back in from suspension in place of Voho, who has left the club since then. Asangana came in for his debut, and Harada Martin started, and so does Shaw. So your thoughts on that, Mr. Lee? Yeah, no. Um, I thought that was really, really good, actually. Attacking wingers, defensive midfielder with two up top, liking this a lot. So very, very, very interested to see how that would have turned out. Don't know why that hasn't been done before. Yeah. Like the fact that Shaw is back in at left back. I don't think he should have been dropped um, uh, particularly. Um, yeah. Genuinely, genuinely interested to see how that turned out. For me, that was a really good team. Uh, and that's exactly the midfielder I would have picked. Yeah. Two wingers with yeah. uh, Atangana as a defensive midfielder and Payne uh, next to him. For me, perfect. So... I would have actually seen Nandale start in place of Palmer, but me being a bit harsh on Palmer, Palmer was very good last week against Exeter, got his goal, so maybe that's me being a bit harsh, but like you said, great to see Shaw start. One question though for me, where was Sammy Moore? Yeah, maybe Sammy didn't want to be there, maybe didn't want to risk him, because Nolan said he's not, in his interview, Nolan said he's not fit, he might get 10 or 15 minutes out of him, so maybe he's taking the more sensible approach, that if we're desperate, I'd rather go on than risk someone who's just come back from injury the only thing about that for me is about an hour before the team gets announced the club's Twitter feed has an interview with Sammy Moore about him returning to fitness it's a bit odd then so for it? me I found that a little bit odd hopefully Sammy like you said no, and it's just said look Sammy I'm aware you come back from injury I've got 100% fit midfielders I'm going to put on my bench and I'll use you during the week you know, so we should, we'll we see. Have, we should have messaged him and asked him. We'll see. Bad planning on our part. We'll see. So first half kicks off. Uh, pretty even from what we heard. Not too much yeah. action in the first thirty minutes. Yep. No, not at all. So George Session noted that uh, Nolan was appealing for everything on yeah. the touchline. Arms raised and flagging around over any little decision. I'm sure he'll he'll learn. He was like that as a captain. Very <clears> uh, very vocal. But on mate, the rest, mate, there, yeah. yeah. He wanted a penalty for the push on Simpson in the 26th minute as well. Yeah, didn't get uh, it. And then towards the back in the first half, we came into the match more. So 35 minute, uh, McEnough put a good free kick into the wicked box. Uh, but fortunately, Palmer headed it wide. And then 
in the 37th minute a superb piece of defending as the ball drops O'Neill on the edge of the area about yeah. Atangana stretches and pokes the ball away pretty much every Twitter account said that was a goal saving tackle and again something that we've missed you know yeah. without Atangana there you know that guy probably strikes the ball we go 1-0 down and probably don't get anything out of the game so great to see Atangana getting in there being defensive and great to see him doing something that we haven't had so very impressed with that in the 43rd minute, Gerardo Martin lets fly. Uh, their keeper blatantly saved it, but only a goal kick was given. So a bit of rubbish defending, uh, refereeing there. And at half-time, whistle goes nil-nil. So overall, an event yeah. one, and a first half, you know. Yeah, pretty uh, uneventful. But there was still decent crowd there. Attendance was 4,432 with 805 travelling fans, which is... You know, it's not that far it's only an hour I couldn't make it because I was moving back in and sorting my my life out but otherwise I'd love to have gone yeah, yeah. to that gutted I couldn't go but you know that is what it is and the second half kicked off there were no changes no substitutions on either side yep. uh, muddle um, fast forward to the 63rd minute yep. free kick from midway into the Orient half the excitement is building, uh, building. <laughs> uh, ball comes in Borju wins the header, unchallenged, and yep. that fell to Simpson, unmarked in the box. Uh, he takes one touch and smashed it straight into the back of the net. So Great finish. Great absolutely. Finish. Very composed and brilliant, really. Just Jay Simpson. Absolutely brilliant. Just Jay Simpson doing yeah. what Jay Simpson does. Good assist for Borju. It was clear that he was going with a header, so their defenders backed off him. Simpson gets it, touches it down. Chests it into clearly his own cool finish. Yeah. Like he's been brilliant. doing, Like he's been doing all season. And what a superb celebration. Yeah, so he uh, he then reels away celebrating, doing the chicken dance. And then he goes it, up to Turgut and kicks him up the back side. He did, I didn't see he that. did, yeah. He does the chicken dance, he goes to give Turgut a kick up the yeah. Did he really? Yeah, I never brilliant. saw that. I missed that. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so the first goal known as Rain goes to us. Brilliant uh, start. 72nd minute, Atangana's debut comes to an end as he limps off the pitch. He's replaced by Bradley Pritchard. Standing ovation from the travelling fans. We've got an interview with uh, Mike Brown a bit later on who really kind of sings his praises and most fans did as well. So yeah. really good to see that. Then in the 80th minute, Armand Nandole replaces Oli Palmer for his debut. Palmer with another battling display up top. Uh, and our mate Warren said that actually Oli Palmer had played very, very well. Yeah, he was very good last week, especially in the first half last week. Got his goal and really battled him. So I don't know if he's, it was you know his early season form pursuit of fitness, but he's really starting to play well. And in, yeah. in the 89th minute... Uh, we saw the victory neat counter attack starting in the end half as Callum feeds Simpson who returns the pass perfectly weighted into Callum's half and it's a superb finish from the young Gerardo Martin back in the net 2-0 great counter brilliant like great counter when was the last time you saw Orient score a counter attacking goal I couldn't tell you I think it's probably Steve, it's probably Steven in his second, second game of the season so brilliant Pro- finish great to see Gerardo Martin get his first goal hashtag J See, um. <laughs> but just prior to that, though, a few minutes prior to that, though, we did catch a bit of a fright because. Oh, oh, sorry, if I mentioned that. Go yeah, on. no, it was um, Pierre gets on the end of a corner. Their man, Wickham's man, Pierre gets on the end of a corner, and Pritchard cleared it just in the nick of time. So it was a bit of a scare that could have been one, yes. and we might not have got that second. We might have been walking away with a point rather than all three. But absolutely, you know. Nonetheless, we play five minutes of additional time, and in the uh, first minute of additional time. There's nearly a third goal for Orient as McEnough pulled it back, but Nandole's uh, shot was deflected wide. That would have been the icing on the cake. I mean, you know. Debut, goal, three points, 3 0. Ridiculous. Clean, Job done. Yeah. Massively important clean sheet as well. So nothing happens in the, in the other couple of minutes. Full time whistle goes. Kevin Nolan's rank gets off to a fantastic start. <clears throat> Superb. Well done, 
Super Kevin Nolan. Absolutely. Um, so Kevin Nolan said post-match, we haven't had a clean sheet in nearly two months and it seemed if they had to win a game, they had to score more than one goal. Oh, I absolutely love that quote. Bang on. It's right. Yeah, because we, we always conceded. Yep. When, you have got, when you've got a player like Jay, who is top goal scorer in the division, I don't think you should be 11th or 10th in the league. You should be top seven. Absolutely agree. Another great point. That is something I drilled into them today, that if they could keep a clean sheet, then Jay would get a chance and he only needs one. You have, you have seen that and I said if we can keep that clean sheet, we are 1-0 and away, so it was great. Yeah, so the first spot goal was on. pivotal. First three points were really spot on yeah. there by him. Um, but I must admit that we worked on everything we worked on in training has worked out here today and hopefully they've got a bit more belief in them now and can improve the little things more and more and strive to get up the table. Absolutely. Really positive, really Absolutely. clever what you said, you know, it's not complicated. No, I mean that clean sheet would do wonders for the defence as well. You know, someone like Essendon looked really destroyed after the exit game last Saturday when he walked off the pitch. Really good that you know he He's got a clean sheet and his confidence will be back, but we'll kind of mention that in our kind of summary of the game. So, also, Dulcet Dave said Kevin said that he's looking to bring someone to join his management team, which will continue to include Andy Hessenthaler and Lee Harrison. So, cool. probably another announcement this week at some point on the basis of that, with who will be joining Kevin. So, we'll keep you posted on that. 100% we will. League position, amazingly, we move up to eighth in the table. So, Wickham have dropped below us tonight because of other results same around goal, us. Same goal difference, but we've scored more goals, which is why we're above them. Thank, I, I didn't realise that actually. Yeah, cool. So we had to beat them by two goals to go above them, and we did. Right, fine. And so we're just two points off the playoff places, so all to play for. So as it stands, we've played 27, we've won 10, drawn 10, lost 7, and we've got 43 goals for, 38 against, giving us a goal difference of minus 5, and we're on 40 points, so certainly not going to get relegated. i tell you um, what, i tell you what, we're right in there, a couple more wins. You're back in it. So Tuesday and Saturday, absolutely which are winnable games. Absolutely. So your views on yesterday, Mr. Lee? Yeah, clean sheet and a win. Amazing start for yep. Kevin Nolan's reign. Very, very pleased with the lineup. Had a mixture of attack and defence in midfield, which has been missing. The back four have lacked midfield protection in my yes. eyes, and hopefully Atengana brings that. Also, like that, Kevin inspired the team at half time with his team talk. Uh, they took on board what he'd said and got a positive outcome. It's all about reinstilling the confidence they had earlier in the season, which uh, had clearly been lacking because certain players' performances have been nothing short yeah. of, of you know Sunday League at best. Defending from all over the pitch meant the defence wasn't pressurised like they had been Good in point, previous yes. games. So you know you defend from the front to the back, and Absolutely. you know when they're yeah. under so much pressure that yeah, at some point they are going to break. So for me, nothing but praise and brilliant. Yeah, I, I agree with you, mate. Yeah, great win. Against a good team as well, you know, Wickham aren't any mugs. They're no. six in the league and good to go there and beat took, them. Took Villa for a replay. They did, mate. I'm very happy with that time going. I know we've talked about it before, but you know we've highlighted again no battlers in midfield or ball one. It's so great to see him in there, um, and it looks like hopefully he'll solve that problem of getting chance in the midfield. Clean sheet can only be a good thing. First clean sheet since 24th of October. And again, that would do wonders for people like Shaw and for Essen in particular. Baldry was supposed to have had a very good game yesterday. Great to see him back in the, you know, getting good reviews. Um, just can't get too carried away though. It's only one match. But as it stands, I'm very happy with Kevin Nolan. Good. I think that's a positive round. All yeah. round, really. Absolutely. So a feature that we uh, brought in before the Stevenage match was that if we can't make a game these days, is that so, we will as part be of... speaking to a fan who was there. So we, before we recorded, spoke to Mike Brown, um, friend of the pod, and he was there yesterday to give his views on yesterday's match. So without further ado, here's Mike Brown speaking about yesterday's match. 
So, as part of uh, our episodes now, we're looking to get a fan's view from uh, a match that we we can't attend. And joining us now, uh, as you probably know him on Twitter, is at Mike Brown Music. Mike, welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast. Uh, evening, guys. Evening. Um, thoughts on Kevin Nolan to start with? Thoughts on his appointment? Let's start there. Well, where do you start? I mean, it's the mood around the club at the moment. Is, is unbelievable it feels like a, a, a brand new season has just started the optimism levels are, are so high at the moment you know with the, you, you don't know where you're going to go you, you, don't, you don't see yourself dropping down the table you can't see yourself going up and based on yesterday's performance against a very good Wickham side I mean it's, it's only positive so it's only positive bit of an emotional roller coaster. yeah it's, it's brilliant I, I mean I said to someone yesterday this uh, yesterday's game I hadn't looked so forward to a game since the playoff final at Wembley. Wow, wow. good statement. He, he gave me that feeling that I'm going to a game, I think I'm going to enjoy it again today. Yeah, and that moves on nicely on to yesterday's game. So, great result. What were your views yep. on yesterday's game? Um, I, thought, I thought the team played very well. I think they were solid. Uh, we had good shape. Um, team looked very, very organised. Everyone knew that they had a role and they knew what they were doing. The team worked hard for each other, and I mean, I mean, you look back in the game. I don't think Steve that kind of save to make, which I think speaks bundles. Absolutely, absolutely. Stand up performance. Stand up. Uh, we defended really well. Yeah. Um, the new signing. Uh, I'm going to refer to him as Nigel. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Are we. I think. Um, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Are we, mate. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, the, the debut he'd be putting. I think it's someone Easily that we've man missed. Match. I think it's someone that we've missed since Romain left us. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I did. Uh, I said that to a couple of people. He was, he was the legs. He was running about, breaking up play, and it, we haven't had that since since uh, Vincent uh, Vince left. Absolutely. Absolutely. And made a massive difference. And he's six foot four. Wow. It's an absolute presence. Yeah, that's what you need an enforcer like Vincent was up and down the pitch, breaking up the opposition's attack. Yeah. And getting the ball to where you want it to go and start the attacks off so what about Gerardo Martin he got his first Orient goal How, did he impress you yesterday he I mean he, he deserved to start I, put, I thought he should have start, uh, started against Exeter yeah. after his little cameo against Stevenage you know he came on against Stevenage looked to take players on put a couple of different balls in the box and if you look back at the uh, Exeter game he was the guy that played showed a bit of quality played them two balls through to win two pennies and he deserved his start and every time he got the ball he's a bit quiet at first used to like and pop used to yeah yeah his, and his, his speed for the goal he scored you know the 89th minute he's in a counter attack speed and determination he showed just to get up the field and get in that position for Simpson's through ball yeah but it's, and a good finish as well great finish you know we've lacked that it's a quick counter attack I can't remember the last time he scored a counter attack yeah it's no. true it's true you know it's brilliant absolutely brilliant I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the lad you know it's his first start his first 
hopefully he can just absolutely kick on and push us up that table and or help been, us up the table and a belated long awaited clean sheet as well oh yeah without a doubt yeah without a doubt I mean see that game make a save which I think says it all I know Wickham hasn't scored I think three games ok but that's interesting even so it, we look comfortable yeah brilliant absolutely comfortable and that's what we're well, was brilliant at the back he's brilliant in the air brilliant on the floor um, I mean SM um, he, he looks to be back to sort of at the start of the season no nonsense yeah some of his clearances were a bit oh ok what's that about <laughs> but he looks at this game and just get it out no nonsense if, if it ain't around us get in the back of it simple just add it out and and just face the shot that man gets better than better every game yeah, it was good to see him back in the team. He's been quite unlucky yeah. recently to get dropped. It's good to see him in uh, place left back. So very positive yesterday. So just as the final question, then, do you think we can go up under known in this season? For the playoffs are a realistic uh, ambition. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. You know, a, a, a good win yesterday, a way clean sheet, trying to build on. We, uh, we had shape. It was solid. Everyone knew what they were doing. Organisation. We can keep that game. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think we can. Brilliant, Mike. Thank you very much indeed. That's all we've got time for uh, on this podcast. But thanks very much indeed for uh, for giving us um, fans' view on that. Cheers, pal. So that was Mike Brown Music, who was at the game for us yesterday, uh, as we couldn't, neither of us could be there. Uh, we also had a voicemail, a uh, voicemail come in from uh, at Boatsy Ben Boatman, yep. who is living in the Scottish part of the country, I think. Yep. And here's what he had to say. I must say I'm very impressed with uh, the way that Kevin Nolan set up the team yesterday. They seem to all want to play for him. Um, the positivity seems to be coming back to our club um, and we need to keep backing Kevin all the way. Uh, there will still be some highs and some lows between now and the end of the season, but so far so good. Uh, and Hopefully he can lead us to the playoffs at least. Um, we just need to keep looking onwards and upwards. Up the O's. Nice one, mate. Thanks very much indeed for that. Some other messages that came in uh, to us at David underscore Mattock said, Well done, Kevin Nolan. A win on his debut as a manager. Too early to say it's a turning point, but there should be some happy O's. Absolutely. Yeah. Kid Sampson O said, First of all, <coughs> is that we should have sacked Hendon six weeks ago. <laughs> at Julian Fern, superb, but let's not get too excited. Remember the start Ian Hendon's reign. Yep. Of Ian Hendon's reign, sorry, but today. Clean sheet and a chicken celebration. Mate, speaking of chickens, at Chicken Orientals, said nice to keep a clean sheet for a change. Long mate, continue. Possibly the most valuable Twitter uh, name now, yeah. given the dancing. But um, Mid Table Obscure said, quality result, which wouldn't have happened if changes hadn't happened. Let's build towards the playoffs now. Yeah, good point. At John Mack in 1977 says, fantastic result. Totally different feel around the club. Can't wait for game on Tuesday. Hashtag promotion. Richie J. Bourne said, new manager and look like a new team. Credit to the new players, but a good, complete performance overall. At Josh34486 says, good win. New ideas brings a different performance. It's mad to think we have kept a clean sheet after watching the Exeter match. At Vince Howard, 73, amazing what can happen when you play players in their right positions and actually attack teams, <laughs> which for me was bang on. Yeah, spot good, on. Very good. At Steve Cab 121, said, This is what happens when you play a championship loan player from the start. <laughs> At Best Snooker, JP said, So much better. Great result and a clean sheet. Better defending and a well done to Mr Nolan. Let's bring it on to Tuesday. Yeah, Emmett's Quicks says, I can finally start looking forward to Saturdays again. 
Well done, Nolan, and the team today. Hashtag together, hashtag Team Nolan. At El Dorado, if he keeps this win-loss ratio going, we'll get promoted easy. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Buck 98 says, Feel like I watched a new team in the second half. Quality performance. Bring on Tuesday. At I am Jay Snelling, great result. Keeping a clean sheet makes it even better. At Rob underscore Ness underscore Syf says, great result away from home. Makes the league look a lot better reading. Looking forward to Tuesday. You can see the pattern here. Everyone's looking, can't wait forward for Tuesday. Forward to the game yeah. now, yeah. At Hopeboy291, given the goals we have given away, a clean sheet had to be the objective at the very least. Great result. Good at point. Len M4 says, it looks like Nolan has already got the team defending better. Atangana had a very good debut. And Jay was top class, as always. At Marquio's double 106, biggest difference, midfield shape and actually protecting the back four, even in a dull first half. Fantastic start for Nolan. Yeah, I like that. At Matty, LOFC Evans says, exciting times ahead. Hope the playoffs can be made and Hendon hasn't ruined it for us. At Strop underscore O, can't get over how constructive and supportive to players he is, especially in contrast to Ian Hendon post-match. Fantastic. And then the last tweet of the episode, at Chris underscore Holmes 24, says, great second half performance. We look more creative going forward and more solid and concentrated at the back. And our fans were great. So yeah. thank you for all the tweets this week. An absolute huge amount. We read as many as what we can. So thank you and keep them coming in. Absolutely. Prediction League update, as always, as you'll know, um, on social media, we tweet asking for your predictions of the game. Yeah. Um, you get points for the correct score. You get bonus points if you get the correct score and the scorer. Yep. Uh, and this week, we wish congratulations to Roberts 28 who predicted 2-0 with Simpson and um, Geraldo Martin to score uh, so he wins a massive five points so well done fella mate you can't get better than that you can't that's, full, that's a full scoop up that, four house yeah yep. uh, four points went to Rob underscore Nez underscore side and uh, Gel Jelly Dar at Brooks Co 2 at Mossy J at JN Crane at Bradley Ackers 95 at Orient underscore 17 at 1881 Orient at and at Peel Oriental or rental, yep. uh, who said 2-0 and JS to score, Jay Simpson to score. So, well done, guys. It's not easy. I mean, yeah. if you're a gambling person, you will <laughs> put money on Jay Simpson scoring. So that means it's getting all very tight at the top of our prediction is, league. Yeah. So at Jay and Crane moves to joint top with at GForce underscore Shiv and at Strop underscore O on 11 points. At Matt Bristow and at Pill Oriental and O's Fan Basie in a second on 10 points. There's a, quite a few in third and fourth, so it's all to play for on Tuesday. So we'll do the normal tweet and then get your predictions in, see if yeah. you get up the table. Tuesday, that's it. Uh, so positives and negatives this week? Yeah, positives. Yeah, fine, okay. So positives this week. Firstly, a winning start for Kevin Nolan. Very good result on Saturday. Uh, second one, and probably, for me, the biggest fundamental. Clean sheet. Yeah. Clean sheets, you know, you ain't going to lose a match if you keep a clean sheet. And lastly, Kevin Nolan's tactics. 1-0, we didn't sit back. Uh, we went for it and we rewarded with the second goal which Great is how it see. should be you should go when, and when you've got two you should try and get three and when you've got three you should try and get four really you know yeah. that's how that's how you know the Chelsea and the Man United football, play, so yeah negatives uh, sadly there are a couple this week uh, two or three this week Nuge leaving yep. um, we're now on to our sixth manager in 18 months so hopefully uh, Kevin Nolan will bring us uh, so. the stability that we desperately need uh, and Atangana limped off with an injury so hopefully that's not serious that's going to keep him out for Tuesday, uh, Tuesday yeah. night at home to Newport County. Absolutely. So time for our hero of the week. I mean, stand. I think you don't. There's only going to be one. Yeah, absolutely. So well done, Kevin Nolan, this week. 
Absolutely. So moving on to next week fixtures. So two home fixtures for us this week and a massive opportunity to move on up the league and cement a place in the top seven. So Tuesday night we start. We've got Newport at home. I mean, we should expect to win that, I'd say, home to Newport. You know, Newport have got a new manager in place themselves who's played two in the league and he's currently undefeated as well. But they are currently in 20th place. They drew two all yesterday against Dagenham Redbridge at home. They had a shocking start and I think they got back in it in the last five minutes. Um, so you'd expect to win that. And if we win that, we then go on to Saturday. Um, as we welcome Cambridge, we have another newish manager, Sean Derry. Cambridge drew one all yesterday with Hartlepool. Uh, and Cambridge, who were kind of big favourites at the beginning of the season as they well were, for yeah. the league. You so know, a lot of players. But if they beat us, then they go above us. So a big game. And also, welcome back to Elliot on Mazzuzzi. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, 100%. so it's vital in both matches. Uh, that we sing up and stand up for the Orient and try and make Brisbane Road a fortress again. Let's get rid of yep. that tox- toxic level that we had before. Be the 12th man and let's give Nolan a massive, massive welcome on Tuesday. No doubt the President will be parading himself, Kevin, Alessandro, good everybody f- will be on the red good carpet. Good friend of the show, Alessandro. Absolutely. So, um, that's it this week. Yeah, that's it. What a week. Thanks for joining us for episode 58. So, a new manager in place. And could there be a new Orient? You know, we hope so on this podcast. With two winnable home matches coming up this week, hope and expectation is high again. We're excited and our season could be alive again. So we're back next week, yep. episode 59, with all the information and views that you could ever need. Until then, as always, keep calm, listen to the Orient Outlook podcast and up the O's. We'll see you next week. Up the O's. See you on Tuesday. <laughs>